can you say, hi, my name is Madeline. My name is Madeline. And you're listening to Marking Out. I'm listening to Marking Out. This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Brennan likes this thing. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Talk by pro wrestling fans. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another weekly episode of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. You can listen to this and all past episodes at markingout.com. If you're going on any sort of big podcasting websites, make sure you rate, review, subscribe. I'm talking about iTunes, I'm talking about Stitcher Radio, I'm talking about Google Play. Uh, maybe it's on Amazon. I don't know. Regardless, that's the segue into our pro wrestling tea store because we have a shirt that ha- says that on it. That's one. You can find that shirt at ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkingOut. Did you know that Ric Flair uh, is the newest uh, member to have a Pro Wrestling Tees store? Cool. Buy our shirts anyway. ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkingOut. Social media-wise, Facebook.com slash MarkingOut. Twitter.com slash MarkingOut. YouTube.com slash MarkingOut11. We have a new episode of High Definition Leaves Flapping in the Breeze coming at some point. When I get around to it. Maybe not. (laughs) Uh, yeah, okay. I, I, we'll talk. No, it's happening. No, um, we'll talk, though. No, I'll do what I want. I, I have an idea for that. No, I was going to go to Cooking Brandon's episode 8. Nope. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not doing any of those. You have to cut me out of the opening bumper last week. I didn't cut you out of the bumper. Yeah, okay. Uh, anyway, also, if you want to email us, if you want to sponsor our show, uh, out one at gmail.com. My name is Chris. You can follow me on Twitter at Chris Sweendog. I'm also sitting here with Dave, who you can follow on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. Dave, how you doing? I'm uh, doing pretty uh, pretty great, you know? It's nice to be back. Yeah, nice that's right. And we're also sitting here with that no-good son of a B, Brandon. You can follow him <laughs> on Twitter at BTTG161. Brandon, how you doing? I am doing awesome, as always. Good. So this week in the WWE it was just atrocious. So, um, I, look, I pitched marking out soup episode number two because that's how bad this week of pro wrestling was. Yeah, no, yeah. This, week, no, this week of pro wrestling was pretty this, cool. This week of WWE, week in, the WWE was not the best week, but. As we are, we have lives outside of the WWE, and we are outside of, of, of sports entertainment. And Brandon, on that note, how was your week? It was good. I'm all of a sudden forgetting what I did. Did I do anything? <laughs> I don't know. Did you, did you go to a concert? I have not. I don't know. I don't have any recollection of anything from this past week. Did you crush happy hour? I'm going to assume not. I don't think I did. Did you play WWE 2K19? I did. I did play that. <laughs> All right, time. time what's the, let me turn the stopwatch on and see how long he talks about his his uh, in, his uh, head fed for. My what? <laughs> Your head fed. Back. Okay, so you, this this is dating me and Dave. Back in like high school, our friend Mike. We've mentioned him on the show before. There was a year that he just didn't go to school. He just didn't go to school. He got like tutored outside of school. So he like he went through I think it was like tenth grade or ninth grade. But anyway, he and like that was when like No Mercy and WrestleMania two thousand. So he had what he called a head fed. 
So, like, we all had, like, he created all of our friends in No Mercy. Or, uh, but then there was there was normal, like, Chris, and then there was corporate Chris. There was me in a suit. And there was corporate Danny. And there Oh, my was... God. You don't remember this, Dave? No, at first I had I had no idea. At first I'm like, wait, Mike was out of school for a year? You and... don't remember this? <laughs> no, not at all. I oh, really, okay. I honestly don't. But for some reason, as you're mentioning the corporate uh, character <laughs> of you, Danny just put, put <laughs> yeah, the corp corporate Dan and stuff like that on No Mercy. It's starting to juggle my memory a little bit, but everything else I do not remember. Yeah, so that happened. See, I'm yeah. very particular when I play. I don't like to have like people as champion that aren't champions currently. Oh, that's so fun. But that's I, mean, I, have, I have I have tried I have tried to break that so many times. He yeah. hates it. So I did create the Markenau Championship. So that's a thing. And and <laughs> yeah, also so now because, now this year I always beat him. There's so. no that's not correct at all. <laughs> you won maybe once, but uh, there's also a Markenau Money in the Bank briefcase this year that'll probably <laughs> never get used. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. That's pretty. Cool. All right, so Brandon really had an uneventful week. Dave, how was your week? Oh, man, where to start? I mean, my week since uh, since unfortunately being uh, having to miss last week, it's been intense. It's been uh, nonstop, it felt like. Oh, by the way, I, I just remembered I did go to Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> cool. I, I didn't crush Happy Hour. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Well, Brandon got that going for him. Um, wow. Yeah, I actually I attended the second annual conference on post concussive syndrome uh, over in New Jersey, and some of the speakers it was like Dr. Susan Whitney, who's big with vestibular uh, rehabilitation, and then Dr. Christopher Nowinski, who everybody knows from WWE, um, Tough Enough, and it was an amazing an informative conference that I attended. It was a two day event, Thursday and Friday. Um, it was very, did you go crush happy hour after uh, the conference on uh, Thursday night? No, my no. Thursday night was interesting. Okay. So first off, this conference was amazing and I learned so much and I marked out too, because there were slides because of course with concussions and CTE, you have football and everything like that, boxing, but you also have pro wrestling. And especially uh, Chris Nowinski being there, there's going to be pro wrestling talk. So in his power, so first off, they give you a huge binder of just everybody presenting all of their PowerPoints. Wait, they and printed wait, out wait, 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 there was a PowerPoint. Presentation. Mark, definitely. Yeah, they printed black <laughs> PowerPoint shirt that I got at ProWrestlingTees.com. <laughs> yeah, they print out every single PowerPoint there. So I'm flipping through a little bit, and I'm like, I start to notice. Spoiler uh, first, alert. Yeah, spoiler spoiler alert. I go right over to Nowinski's uh, PowerPoint, and it starts off with WWE, and it talks about his concussions with. Uh, the Dudley boys, Spike Dudley, Taz, this and that. And I'm like, okay, this is going to be interesting. And then I go to another PowerPoint pre presentation by uh, uh, another another doctor, 
and included in his PowerPoint presentation is Chris Benoit. And so it really dove into so much detail with concussion CTE and tau protein. And it's such a scary, realistic, uh, ongoing discussion. But yeah, I could talk forever about this. But there was a hotel that I checked into on Thursday night. The hotel was the APA Hotel. Mark. (laughs) (laughs) It was the APA Hotel. (laughs) <laughs> which is kind of it, yeah it was kind of weird because the telephone was unplugged in my room and the tv Ugh. was unplugged in my room that's creepy like the antenna you know the cord going from the uh from that little box to the tv it was unplugged for some reason so i get on there i start to do that and i'm like you know what i'm going for a swim i'm not going to sleep so i went swimming in a pool for a little bit and then i ended up going down to the bar to hang out and it was just i was just relaxing down there and I ended up hanging out with the rock star of Glory Kickboxing, Charles Rodriguez, who ended up winning his fight this past uh, week at Glory Kickboxing um, in New York City. And it was so amazing to hang out with him. Congratulations to uh, to the rock star for his victory. And it was so cool just to experience that conference. But then after that conference, so fast forward, I got back home, worked, work, work. I met it up with Dan and we went out in Rockville Center and there was this place called the Bowery that I've been dying to check out. And it's a kind of invite, bro. what's up. He said, sick sick invite. Oh, I'm sorry. That's fine. Continue. <laughs> I, Oh, I didn't invite you because you, you had the stuff with uh, the race was the next day. No, no, that's fine. It's oh, fine. Saturday night. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. I'm sorry. Continue. No, it's fine. The Bowery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the place is it's a it's where the stingers used to be. And uh, right on uh right on Sunrise Highway. Yeah, and it's a total fair theme. You walk in and the all the tabs, it is right behind there. It's kind of like one of the uh the blow up balloon games. Kind of like that background. And then you have where the tables are overhang. It's a bunch of stuffed animals hanging there as if it's like behind uh, a game. And it's so much fun. I highly recommend it. Then we went to this speakeasy that was there, Cork and Carry. Okay, uh, I've heard good things about the place. Yeah, I, it was very dark, so we just walked in and out because I wanted to found the Bowery. And we went to Burgerology. Have you have you checked that place out? No. It's really good. The burgers are amazing. We'll have to go there. Where is but, that? Rockville Center. All of this was Rockville Center, and I'm I, like, they, do they give you popcorn or something? Uh, no. I don't believe so, no. Did, uh, you ate there? Yeah, yeah. We didn't get popcorn. But it was amazing. But what I about went you? To, no, I went to, when I went to George Martin Burger Bar in Rockville Center. Oh, also, that's, their pop- that's what that, I'm thinking of. That's how I got my job with the, the, co- the sports company I work with now. George Martin. I think I saw that sign. Yeah, it's, it's, it's more like North Rockville Center. But, okay. Yeah. Burger yeah, Allergy is right by the movie theater then? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. It's, it's right by the movie theater. We were kind of like, we wanted to start there, and then I really want to find this fair-themed bar. So we were kind of like walking around the entire area just trying to find this place. Um, and we ended up watching the UFC fight over there, so it was really cool. It was true. Rachel's, uh, one of Rachel's good friends at work uh, was actually one of the uh, photographers on the UFC fight. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. No, he's he's a higher-up for Newsday. I know he, he did that on Saturday night and went to his hotel and then uh, did the New York City Marathon on Sunday. 
Wow, that's that's a busy. Uh, yeah, busy as it had to be at school. Had to be at school on Monday morning. Yeah, that's busy. But what about you, Chris? How was your week? What have uh, you done? Work. Sunday, we watched my wife run the New York City Marathon. Did she get one of those uh, those tinfoil blankets? Yeah, it's 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 wrapped up, and then they gave her like a uh, like a legit one, one that's like rainproof and stuff. And yeah, it was good. She did twenty six point two miles in six and a half hours. We are very proud of her. Me, uh, one of her best friends, Jen, and her husband Bobby. We've mentioned them on the show before. We went to Long Island City. We got her, saw her on uh, mile fourteen. Gave her banana. <laughs> she ran with a banana. Well, 14 miles, you know, you can hit a wall. So I stood on my, right next to mile 14 with the banana and handed it to her. She ate half of it. And then we played Frogger and ran across the street to this amazing uh, uh, barbecue place. It was called John Brown Smokehouse. It was a Kansas City Chiefs bar. So there was oh. a bar in the back that sold beer. They were playing the Kansas City Chiefs game against the Browns. I think that's Linux, and, like one of Linux' yeah, favorite I, well, places. Oh, yeah, I texted I texted him, messaged him on Facebook. I said, so uh, I'm at John Rand's Smokehouse. He goes, that place is amazing. <laughs> it it dude, was amazing. it sounds amazing. I've looked it, into you know, it before. It's a small hole-in-the-wall place. The food was outstanding. What'd I you get? Brisket, oh. I got a brisket pork belly combo. Smoked brisket, smoked pork belly, mac and cheese, uh, white bread, it was amazing, outstanding, so good. Um, and then you know other stuff this week. Went out to dinner this evening to celebrate uh, Rachel's uh, accomplishment with her parents, so it was good. And now getting ready for the uh, week that is to come. And it's restaurant week, hell on earth. Oh, yeah. I had to work Monday. Monday wasn't that bad, so I'm there the next four days straight. So bash my head into a pole. And that's my week. So, anyway, getting off of that, before we start to talk about Frown Jewel and all that terrible oh, stuff. Oh, that's that's why. I, I had myself on mute the entire time. I'm, like, trying to get my two cents in there. But I'm like, wait, why is he still talking? <laughs> yeah, because I had myself on mute. That well, explains well, it. Well, what were but, you trying to say? No, I just wanted to say, like, <laughs> your your wife, our, one of our my good friends, our good friend, Rachel, she did such an amazing job. I respect the hell out of her for what she accomplished. I, I oh can't even imagine running one mile. <laughs> no, it's like it, honestly, it's it's amazing. Uh, you know, since the beginning of the year, it's she's getting up super early in the morning to go out running. You know, she's running. You know, before her best friend's wedding, before the wedding festivities on the Saturday before the wedding, she's out running twenty miles. Took a shower, came home, then hopped in the car and did all the wedding festivities and everything like that. So it's like I give her all the credit of the world. Yeah, she deserves so much respect, and she has such devotion and dedication to that. That I, 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 and I said it to her, and I joke about it, but I'm serious about it. In the the ten years that we we were together, this is the most dedicated I've seen her to anything. <laughs> That's funny. No, I, like you. It's true though. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you, um, you, 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 from the kids to you to her parents. Yeah, and I'll she, lock the handle. Come on. <laughs> I mean, she she made everybody so proud, and I'm sure she made herself proud in, in accomplishing this. And that's I totally, like I said, I have so much respect for what she did. Did you uh, guys Did you guys go out afterwards at all, or no? We went. We got barbecue. And we came back because my mom was watching the kids. So. Oh, so Rachel went. Well, Rachel, her aunt has a apartment right on the west side of Central Park. 
It's like literally a block away from Central Park. So she stayed there overnight, you know. Oh, so and... Rachel didn't go with you to guys to get the barbecue food? No, okay. I was tell I, I was joking with her because like it was my intentions all along. I said we're gonna go by mile fourteen. It's a barbecue place. I told her I'm like I'm just gonna instead of a banana, I'm just gonna be holding <laughs> a rib out for you so you can eat the rib while you're running. But so I remember I don't know why I was in New York City. It, I must have gone to like see a Broadway show when I was younger, and it was the same day as the New York Marathon. Okay, and I remembered like thousands of people just walking around with those tinfoil blankets and their medals yeah. around their neck. And, and they would like walk into the rest. I don't know what restaurant we went to, but everyone that walked in that ran the New York marathon got like a standing ovation. They should. It's 26 miles of running. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't even imagine doing that. That's just, that's just amazing. Yeah. You know? It was awesome. So Congratulations to my wife on running the New York City Marathon. You guys did the, uh, well, maybe not you, but uh, Rachel did the Disney one, right? She did the Disney Half Marathon, and then we got home, and then the Monday after we got home, she found out she was pregnant with Jordan. Oh, wow. But, yeah, no, that one was, I did the 5K through Epcot, which was awesome, because you run through all like the the countries and stuff like that, and there's characters along the way. I have to find. I was looking through my hard drives <laughs> the other day, of all like the GoPro footage I have because I strapped a GoPro to my head during it. Of course I would, because I'm a mark for GoPros. I, I definitely can't imagine running through Epcot either. <laughs> it was, dude, it was awesome. <laughs> Walking through Epcot almost sucks. Videos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Now I'm gonna start looking for it. Uh, Disney 5K. Here we go. GoPro footage. All right, uh, I, you'll get you'll get some clips while we're uh, doing the show. But anyway, we want to start the show off a little we, bit differently it, this week. It also, by the way, it ties in. I don't know what you're about to introduce. I think it's what I think. That's the dumbest thing. <laughs> but I was gonna what? say I was gonna say it kind of ties into last week's episode for on my behalf. Okay. So because Halloween was last week, it sure um, was. All, all the candy afterwards takes a huge price cut um and i definitely went out and got some candy what did you buy uh well i bought like the the good stuff uh three musketeers hershey bars uh kit kats but i also got something that i've been actively avoiding for probably a good 20 or so years of my life reese's pieces and i've been actively against this uh i picked up candy corn to to try it no <laughs> you don't know anything about this i thought we got you in the know about this dave no wait oh what? oh wait for a second here I, i'm gonna try candy corn <laughs> for the first time in probably 20 years um I have two different kinds. One has cocoa Wait, right powder now? in it. Yeah. Right now, live on the show. I made the mistake of smelling it before. Wow. It just smells... Ugh. Which one should I try first? Well, what's the shape? Describe. What's the shape? It's candy well, I mean, corn. Is it the corn or is it <laughs> No, it's one? the candy corn. The actual okay. corn-shaped candy. Okay. So I have the, the cocoa one and I have the normal one. Which one should I do first? Normal. Go normal first. Normal. Okay, let's try. If, if, if you have to throw up, then I'm going to have to <laughs> can't, uh, pick can't up spit the other You can't spit it out. Okay, here we go. All right. He's having light candy corn. 
Five on the air, folks. Marking out 405. Milestone here. <coughs> I can't. I got. <laughs> oh my god. Swallow. Oh my god. <laughs> no, I'm gonna throw. I gotta close my nose. <laughs> this is great. Oh my god. That was that helpful. Describe, describe what you're tasting right now. Describe quick. I, I can't describe it without a Bob Backlund. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I do this? <laughs> Is it everything that you imagine it being? I thought maybe it would change or something. Honestly, it tastes like very old Golden Grams. All right. I don't. I'm not a big fan of Golden Grams either. I guess it's made oh, with golden. honey or whatever. You, you, mix, you mix Golden Grams and cinnamon toast crunch together. Whew. Oh, I hate both of those cereals with a passion. Love should I should I now go for the chocolate one? Wait, wait, wait. I think you should drink some water. Wash out I, your mouth. I don't have water. <laughs> okay, don't do that then. Okay. <laughs> All right. So then, let's go for the chocolate ones. All right. Brandon okay. is having chocolate candy corn. This live, one. Mark it at <laughs> This one's still gross. <laughs> but it tastes a lot better. <laughs> It tastes a lot better than the normal one. This tastes like it tastes like a like an old um, an old Tootsie Roll. Okay. Interesting. I, I think I, I definitely like that one way more than I mean I didn't gag on the, on that one. <laughs> Boy, that was terrible. Gosh, this is like our highest rated episode. That wow, was we should start doing that. Awful. We should start doing that more often on the on the show. Like have Brandon eat something that he hasn't eaten yet well i filled ahead. up i filled up a giant like not a giant cup but like i have a lot more candy corn in the cup and he's gonna be wait, wait 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 i want him to pop in another original I'm see if absolutely, he gets absolutely absolutely 100 percent not that's going right back in the bag why what was if it's a, if it was just like the, the no hell no you need a large uh, sample uh-uh. sample study no 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 i already have the sample study back to 20 years i should have waited Maybe 40 years. <laughs> All right. Well, you heard it first. I mean, in 40 years, we will meet back on Mark and out. And Brandon, we'll try it. I meant like 20 more years since the last time I tried it. As okay. in like total 40 years. But I am not, not to make you feel like uh, somebody who's left out or anything, but I'm not the only one trying something new for, for the first time here. That's right. I, and Brandon, see, as I, and I mentioned going backtracking on, I think it was last week or the week before, you know, I've been doing a little Ugh. whiskey hunting. <laughs> you right? Just, I'm getting that taste in my mouth still. Disgusting. So I've been doing a little whiskey hunting over the past couple of weeks because it's whiskey season now. Um, and sitting in front of me right now is an unopened bottle of Michter's Unblended American Whiskey. Um, I've never had this before in my life. So what we're going to do here is we're going to try this live on the air. So first of all, i got to open it up because it's got a little gimmick on top of it. Hold on. Got to give it a little cork pop. Let's see if I can get it. Oh. Wow. Wow. That, that was nice. That was pretty amazing. Oh, and what was man. that? Which one was that? <laughs> this, this, the, uh, this is the Michter's Unblended American Whiskey. Wait, wait, it's really product. funny. It's really funny because I, I – what did I text you? Let's see who, who throws up first. Yep, let's see. I don't think you're going to throw up at all from this. <laughs> oh, I like Corn that. Out. It's my nice Glen Claring glass. Let's see? It's got a uh, almost orangey color to it. Let's see. Let's open it up with the nose. Ooh, ooh, this is. 
Ooh, I don't even know. I can't like. It's pretty clean. It's got a pretty nice smell to it. See, you're, really doing, like... you're doing everything I did, except this is something you like. <laughs> uh, this is something I have, a, I have a passion for. Like a little sweetness to it. I want to say a little vanilla. Not really that oaky. So let's uh, let's take a taste here in this little uh, this little Glenclaren glass right now. Ooh, that's good. A little toffee notes to it. Toffee. Yeah, a little, a little, like nice little sweetness to it. Orangey. It's got a little heat right at the end. I'm a fan of this Michter's. If you can find it in the stores, folks, Michter's small batch unblended American whiskey. Um, I highly recommend it. You got the good cork pop on the show. I'm really, I'm really proud of that cork pop, guys. That was, that was yeah, a very I, nice cork pop. That sounded like that could have been a little. Uh spiced in there or something like that oh no that that was real folks <laughs> this is real now and uh let's get to the real talk now so so I... yes chris what was it again plug the whiskey again michter's small batch unblended american whiskey and chris yeah. recommends it i i got brock's candy corn i don't recommend it i have lasagna <laughs> that my mom made that's really good i just finished it not the same no, level no <laughs> This is good. I like this. But uh, I think, honestly, the biggest news coming out of everything this week of entertainment-wise, um, a hot dog's a sandwich. Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. Uh, yep, Oscar Mayer uh, has declared this week that it officially thinks that hot dog is a sandwich. Uh, announcing it on Thursday on Twitter, uh, National Hot Dog Day was on Friday, they had a 1-800 number you can call to air your grievances to it. Um, bread taco apparently is a thing now, is a hashtag. Bread taco? Yeah. It's and not people a were, thing. People were calling and going uh, nuts, saying that the wiener mobile has to be uh, changed to the sandwich mobile. And uh, me and Brandon were right. But, but here's the thing. I'm, I'm always on the side that says a hot dog is a sandwich once it goes into buns. A hot dog by itself is not a sandwich, but a hot dog in buns yeah. is is a sandwich. Yes. That's like anything. If you put a hamburger on a bun, it becomes a hamburger sandwich. Yeah. If you put candy on a bun for whatever reason, candy sandwich. I don't know why you would do that. But why? But yeah, so... Bam roasted to anybody here who uh, listens and didn't think a hot dog was an actual sandwich. Um, so yeah, Oscar. One of the biggest. I mean, I'm not an Oscar Mayer guy. I'm more of a uh, Hebrew National oh, or I'm a Nathan's Na- guy. A Nathan's guy. Yeah. By the way, the Nathan's by me is closed now. Very upset really? about this. Yeah. Mm. I know it's all like shackled up. It's really depressing because they had a sweet arcade in there too. Wait, we're not the not the one near the source mall, right? Yeah, the one near the source mall. What? No way! Wait, is yeah, Carvel? Jet the whole thing, chain link fence all around it. Yeah, yo, they didn't Carvel, me. Carvel's got to stop closing places on Long Island here. This is not right. By the way, okay. So anyway, I went to Carvel the other day I'm to pissed get now. ice cream for my kids. <laughs> no gummy bears. Uh, the, no, I, no gummy bears. That's a good thing. No, my son likes gummy bears in his ice cream. So I don't, I don't, I said, how do you like? I don't understand. It just that's too chewy. 
Well, me, I'm a vanilla soft serve with marshmallow and hot fudge. But vanilla, I mean, marshmallows like actual marshmallows. No, they have like the marshmallow pump gimmick. What? Bro, like a marshmallow pumpkin? No, pump. Like you know how they oh, it's like fluff. Oh, ugh, I'm I'm good on that. Maybe we'll do that. Yeah, that that sounds too sweet for me. You know, I don't like uh, I don't like <laughs> hot fudge. I don't like that marshmallow stuff. Uh, caramel, yes, one hundred percent. Caramel or caramel? No, I would say caramel. We've done this before. Yeah, I'm, I'm not doing that gimmick again. Just like you guys refuse to do soup episode two. <laughs> this is the hot dog episode, folks. What kind of hot yes. dogs do you like? Um, I, I we've, we've discussed this on the show too. I said I'm a sauerkraut and ketchup kind of guy. Oh, we did discuss this. I, I like. I'll take anything on my hot dog, whether it's I'll take chili, <laughs> chili cheese. I'll... I used to be like back in the day when Sonic the Hedgehog had a show. I was a big chili cheese dog person. Yeah, because well, of even... Sonic. Sonic had the Hedgehog had a show, and all he would eat was chili cheese dogs. So me oh, being sure. a mark for Sonic the Hedgehog, <laughs> I was like, I love chili cheese dogs. Did yeah. you actually love them though? Yeah, the chili cheese dogs are delicious. I'm, not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I've ever had one. Really, I I'm a big fan of that. I I also enjoy mustard and ketchup on my hot dog too. Not yeah, a mustard. No, no. I'm a I, I, I would do ketchup sauerkraut, but uh, I keep on hearing some people don't like to mix ketchup with mustard on there. Yeah, you all cross the street and it's gone. Well, I don't know because doesn't McDonald's do that? Upstate, yeah, not New York though. No, upstate New York, they I think they oh, do. Really? It. Yeah, but that's basically Canada, so. But yeah, they, I, they do. I, I think my like favorite way to have a hot dog is a uh, a pigs in a blanket with no mustard. All right. Corn dogs are good too. I don't like cornbread. Really? It's, it's very, very, very rare that I'll like a cornbread that I eat. The cornbread at Disney World is fantastic. That's, Cracker Barrel. I, I'm not like a no. I don't like their cornbread. The the I want the their cornbread. The cornbread muffins at Famous Dave's had the same amount of calories as a Big Mac. That's insane. I wow. know. <laughs> I was right. See, I, I, that's like I, I don't know if I really enjoy corn that's not just like solid corn. I, the other day, I had a, I had soup. It was corn and uh, poblano chilies, and it was like a puree. And I'm sitting there drinking it. And I'm like, just like with this candy corn thing. Like, trying to push myself to finish it, I just, I couldn't. It just tasted, like, too much, like, corn, and I didn't want, there was too much corn flavor. If there was, like, solid chunks of corn in, like, a stew or something, that's fine. But I think it's a little much to just have corn soup. I I don't, I don't, I can't do that. I had a corn chicken chowder the other day. See, that's good, because it doesn't have that overpowering corn taste. What about cream corn? No. Oh, hell love no. it. Hell love no. It. What hell about corn fritters? No. Do you ever have corn fritters? Corn fritters yes. I've had, but that's more like fried cornbread. No, it's more like fried well, dough with cream corn inside of it. Yeah, and it's like cornbread almost. Yeah, so. All right, let's 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 talk about sports entertainment here. Let's talk about Frown Jewel. I don't really, I, like, it's like, I don't, like, I don't want to really talk about it. I have no desire to talk about it because it was just, it was, like. I fell I mean, asleep during it. 
I did too, actually. <laughs> I, I was at I was at work, I believe. So. Look, it, it took place Friday. It started. The kickoff started at eleven. Uh, it was yeah. Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, at the at the uh, King Saudi Whatever. University Stadium. Uh, I have to give WWE a little bit of credit here in the fact that there was not uh, there were no no propaganda ads ran during this. The whole, what do you mean propaganda ads? Last like how time, that, they were that like first one. they had the woman like oh I can drive now and then like she then they had that video actually of, drive like, showing the, and then they were showing like the tourism of Saudi Arabia and yeah. really making it out to be a nice yeah thing. they showed it like they made Saudi Arabia look so beautiful and meanwhile there are like people there that I'm sure are starving or whatever but but yeah. uh, so they, they didn't do find, they didn't do didn't, this time. So, so you didn't find it awkward that the cross that Rey Mysterio wow. has on has on his mask and has on his gear was not there and placed with an R? Well, even before that. <laughs> you didn't that, find that odd? Before odd? that. Oh, well, I, <laughs> I am the mayor of <laughs> Springfield. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I, voted but I don't know too. why you I, – I thought you were, in, you were doing uh, Cartman's mom. No, I just... Cartman's mom. Kyle's mom. Kyle's yeah, mom. Kyle's Sorry, Kyle. Mom. Also, fantastic episode of South Park this week. But uh, I, what? I haven't seen any of the season. Uh, oh, who runs a, a t-shirt business texted me today and said uh, that she's making some sort of farm shirt from South Park. I said, oh. I have no clue what you're talking about. Yeah. What did he say? He said, it's... man, bear, pig is real. And he said, um, what did he say? He said he's making a, a Tigrity Farms shirts. Yeah, that's uh, Stan's dad. It's hemp farm or something like that, right? Yeah. Um, I completely forgot I well, forgot what I was going to say. With, talking, oh, with Rey Mysterio. Talking, yeah, Rey Mysterio. When they showed the promos for Rey Mysterio, I'm like, this looks weird. Like, I didn't know what was off. And then I, like, saw after the fact that Rey Mysterio's mask, like, in the actual promo for the event, like, the pictures of the matches and everything. Like, it got cut off. It was edited out, and it was just all black. And I'm like, something looks so different here. And then, like, when they said that, I was like, oh, well, that's why... It looked off. Yeah. Really? I haven't seen a picture or anything of it yet. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Look, look it up. It's, it's all over. But anyway. I'm, I'm pretty sure last time he had a, a crown, which he's had before. So there's nothing, like, new with I that. Know, he had the crown with the cross. Uh, did he have that last time? I don't know if he had that last time. last time. Uh, I, I did think it was um, not funny, but when they were showing off the action figure commercial, I now don't know if they have women in the action figure commercial in, in general, because <laughs> I noticed they didn't have women shown. And I, I, I don't know if Corey Graves was allowed to actually mention evolution, but he did mention evolution. And that was the only mention of it once, just once. Yeah. But um, um, Renee Young sat ringside for the whole show, calling commentary. Like- so that was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. Your pre-show, Nakamura defeated Rusev. I think that was expected. Yeah. Uh, also, by the way, Dave and I tied. Oh, yeah, I lost. I don't really care. Uh, also, Rey Mysterio did have a cross last time, so you were correct. He had Where? I wonder what the difference was. He had a cross on his mask. In the normal but he was at the last Saudi Arabia event. Yeah, he was. He was in the Greatest uh, Royal Rumble. Oh, yeah, in the history of all time. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah, and Rey Mysterio defeated Randy Orton. Yeah. And then Randy, Randy Orton got the last laugh. Uh, I, which... I, I, I really liked Rey Mysterio's roll-up for this. 
at the end of the match to yeah. for him to pick up the victory. I thought that roll up looked really cool. Um. Oh, by the way, before Rey Mysterio even come back, can we talk about Hulk Hogan? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Hulk Hogan came out blasting, I am a real American in the middle of Saudi Arabia. Hilarious. <laughs> and hands down, that was the best part. Like, I watched that, and I just well, it's all downhill from here, folks. <laughs> just yeah. so awkward. Hogan so came awkward. out and said, yo, maniacs, welcome to the Superdome, brother. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> Yeah, it was uh, very pointless. Hulk Hogan was the host of the show and did nothing. He cut yeah, a promo. Got that was a billion it. dollars. New Day came out as host of WrestleMania and brought back the Hardy Boys. Hulk Hogan didn't do anything. That is very true. Yeah. He, he gets put in the books of uh, <laughs> of Kim Kardashian. <laughs> I, I don't know who else has been host. I, I know The Rock hosted that one year and got involved in that main event. Kick care of the flamethrower. Oh, that wait. Was that him hosting? Yeah. Oh, I, I like. I really, I really <laughs> love the Rock. I love hearing Stone Cold talk about that spot. Why? Help me out. What spot? I think Hulk, I, I think Stone Cold talks about it. Where the Rock came out and took like it felt like twenty minutes of WrestleMania's time with what was it? The Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. I have no clue. And then shot like a bazooka or something, or he had a flamethrower. <laughs> he had a flamethrower and lit a giant sign that said The Rock, and the sign wasn't lighting right away. No, it wasn't. It was great. And I, think, I don't remember this either. I'm almost certain Stone Cold has that story that he like. well, not a story, but he's like, I can't believe they took 20 damn minutes to, to, for The Rock to go out there and light something that wasn't even lighting. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> well, you started with Stone Cold and went into Bret Hart. Let's just let's just fast track through this so we don't have to spend that much time on it. Yeah. Uh, the Miz defeated Jeff Hardy in quarterfinal action. Seth Rollins defeated Bobby Lashley in quarterfinal action. Dolph Ziggler defeated Drew McIntyre. Uh, defeated Kurt Angle in quarterfinal action. So a lot of these were unexpected victories. I mean, I, I mean, I predicted Seth Rollins to go all the way. Man, was I wrong? Yeah, uh, but like, I did not expect Rey Mysterio to to go over Orton. I did. I I didn't even realize that Rollins versus Lashley was a match. I forgot. Well, it was supposed <laughs> to be it was supposed to be Rollins versus John Cena, but then John Cena pulled out and they had to like write it off somehow. Yeah. No. So um, uh, Bard successfully defended their tag team titles against the New Day, which is a which was a solid match. How did you how did you like New Day coming out on a flying carpet? Great. <laughs> this was hilarious. <laughs> Amazingly stereotypical. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, in semifinal action, you had the Miz pick up the victory over Rey Mysterio, and then Ziggler picked up the victory over Rollins. Which, yo, come on, that's super surprising. Super, no, that was super surprising. I said, and I, and I think I said it last week on the show that I thought it was going to be Rey Mysterio versus Seth Rollins in the finals. You know, it's the exact opposite. Yeah. So, yeah, very close. In a match that wasn't supposed to happen, but, you know, the same results did apply. AJ Styles defeated Samoa Joe. This is I, I fell asleep for most of this match. Yeah, I didn't even. I don't think you it was. It was only like a ten minute match, but I, I was out, and I yeah, woke yeah. up. I woke up at uh, Braun Strowman's entrance. Well, Brock yeah. Lesnar picked up the victory over Braun Strowman for that vacant garbage. WWE Universal this was title. A garbage this was, match. This ruined, this ruined the entire thing for me. This, this was, was terrible. This was an it's absolute like, garbage match. It was, it was an absolute garbage match. It was an absolute 
like and apparently what I'm reading this week, allegedly like Brock Lesnar just signed a new contract with WWE right before Crown Jewel. So he gets the title on his match and now we don't get the universal title back again, which is something that wrestling fans have been complaining about for the past year and a half with Brock Lesnar not being there. And now yet again, when you had a workhorse like Roman Reigns, who unfortunately has a has a very Big battle with leukemia now. Now we don't get the Universal Championship anymore, which I think is a bunch of hot, steaming garbage. Bob Bark Bachlin. Oh, Bob I said Barker. Bob Barker. <laughs> I almost said Bob Barker. Your kid can't even get his kid can't even get his goddamn <laughs> gimmicks I, right. I, I'm actually on the total opposite end of Chris with this because once I found once I was driving home from uh, New Jersey from that conference when I was finding out the results. Brandon was on speakerphone telling me everything that took place. And I am actually boy, if you really could have been happy. on that phone call. What's that? I said, boy, if you could have been on that phone call. <laughs> yeah, I was so confused and all over the place. I'm like, wait, what, Shane? What? Goes, and wait. this and that? <laughs> yeah. I was so confused. But I am so happy that Lesnar picked up the victory because I said it before on the podcast. I'm Brock, uh, Braun, I don't feel comfortable with him winning his first one overseas in Saudi Arabia. I feel like it has to be in front of the home crowd. Um, and I feel well, like it would mean a little bit more. And I'm okay if there was I was pushing for interference, Lesnar. I will. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm fine with it. As well, long as it's not what wrong. I'm reading is allegedly uh, Mike Johnson from PW Insider is saying that Braun Strowman apparently allegedly is his own worst enemy, and like apparently he shows up late and he is not helping himself be the top guy in the company, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate. But to me, as a wrestling fan, they want to see apparent, like you know, he's you don't want somebody to be the face of your company if they don't show up on time, if they're showing up late. He you know. shows up late. I would yeah. take that with a grain of salt. Look who's putting in that, that information out there. No, it's not Meltzer. It's it's Mike Johnson. I, I even mm. still, I, I even still, no no big difference between Johnson and Meltzer. Yeah, I would take that with Put a grain marks. of salt. I, I just, but this match was so terrible. Like it completely buried. I mean, the, well, I mean, the the one, yeah, it completely. I agree with you, Brandon. Completely and buried Braun Strowman. Like he gets in the ring. What was it? Four F fives and then one to the outside. Yeah, that, the, well, I mean, but but the one to the F outside looked pretty cool. I want to see an actual. Cool. The camera angle caught it. It was like wow. I want to see an actual match between the two because I really think that they could. I think that they could put on a good match. And I'm actually happy that this was a three-minute match because I want to see a match like this take place at WrestleMania where Braun goes over or something like that. I'm cool with it. So the next match we had was the World Cup final match. Um, the best in the world. Miz was in the middle of the match taking on Dolph Ziggler. and no, jumps... Apparently the bell never rung. Oh, yeah, they did brawl before that. Yeah. And Miz, Miz jumped off of the, uh, the ring and got hurt and Shane McMahon would not allow the announcer to announce that Dolph Ziggler <laughs> was the World Cup champion or whatever and uh takes off his jacket and puts himself into the match and then Shane McMahon won in Shane McMahon's had the best in the world which I very that very just, quick that match just, but that's just a smack on the face now to this entire tournament Maybe I think, maybe it was a thing. I did read this on the internet saying like, I, oh, guys, like maybe this was a thing where no nobody in that 
competition really wanted to win. Yeah. Plus, in in addition to that, whoever had that title, it's good. It could end up looking really bad for, uh, especially with all the controversy with Saudi Arabia. So if you put it around Shane McMahon, he's the he's already the one of the owners of the company or whatever, and it's not going to make that big of a difference to put it around him. And I'm I think that that's probably the business wise. That's probably the smartest thing to do. No, it's dumb. It's real dumb. Seriously, you hyped up this tournament for so long. You had the, all these awkward promos. With yeah, Kurt but Angle. it's yeah. But, this is a good guy. No, no, no. Let me let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. It you hyped up this thing, made this thing, this tournament. It's gonna be mean so much. You have this big stupid World Cup. The, Cup, the best in the world. Then you have two guys who are legitimate workhorses in your in in your company. They're there every single week. You know, the, all the stuff that Miz does. You, you just made a joke out of the tournament by making. I I understand like where it's supposed to go. You know, storyline wise now with Shane McMahon, but you made a joke out of the entire tournament. But even well, take away. It should have been. Oh, you, you should have done it on SmackDown or Raw, and then had the finals of this tournament and had this whole thing. I, that's I that's the thing, though. This pay per view. This pay per view wasn't for us. Yeah, that's the thing. This pay, Brandon is correct. It was this for Saudi Arabia. Like so, yeah, everything, this, even this, that the greatest Royal Rumble, they got a, a title for it and a uh, and a cup or whatever. Yeah, this this was a total fa- this is uh, a total fantasy booking. Yeah, it wasn't for um, us; it was for them. This was a video yeah, this game. A bunch of money marks, so it's over exactly. in Saudi Arabia. Exactly, this- bunch of money marks, and then let's also it's a World Cup tournament. Brandon ranted about this so many times, and it's yeah. Totally let's go correct. to the quarterfinals. Seth Rollins, where is he from? Uh, Iowa. Yeah, I think so. Let's go to Bobby Lashley. Where's Bobby Lashley from? Kansas City. Kurt Angle, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. (laughs) (laughs) Dolph Ziggler's from Cleveland, Ohio. Jeff Hardy's from Cameron, North Carolina. The Miz is from uh, Ohio, I believe. Yeah, Mysterio from San Diego. Randy Orton from uh, from Missouri. Yeah, but but but, well, the World Cup featuring so many. Everyone's from the United States. Not one of these people is not from the United States. Yeah, it was a total fantasy money mark event, and unfortunately, uh, they catered to them. And by the way, by the time the actual main event happened, I completely forgot this was going to be happening. <laughs> no, and yeah, so DX, yeah, and, and your main event, DX defeated uh, the Undertaker and Kane. Yeah, what did do? Shape uh, a Triple H tore his pectoral muscle in there. Shows you you shouldn't Which be sucks, uh, bringing but... back people who uh, have been well, retired for nine years that, and have a nice retirement. Yeah, that could probably happen to anybody, minutes. though. Twenty-seven I mean, yeah, minutes. I mean, Andy Williams for every time I died tore his bicep uh, last week at Outlaw Wrestling. And Triple H might have torn it. What was it like in the towards the beginning of the match? Yeah, yeah. And still continued. I don't know how he does. Even like the the very first Elimination Chamber match in two thousand two at Survivor Series, how RVD crushed his trachea, and he continued that whole match for like an hour. It's like insane. Well, I don't know how Triple H does stuff like that. I don't know what how how like a peck tear feels, but I can't well, imagine it's it. Very feels great. very painful. But I mean, this was a twenty seven minute match, I and just, I wanted it, this to end. 
Yeah. This was just not ending. I'm like, please, can we end this match already? Seeing seeing Shawn Michaels, this is going to sound crazy, but seeing Shawn Michaels without his hair and everything, it's one of those things where I'm watching this and I'm like, I don't want to watch this. I don't want to. Not my Shawn Michaels. Yeah, not my Shawn Michaels. I don't want to watch this. So, you know what? I didn't watch it. Look, at least least we know the pay per view is coming up at the end of this month. uh, At least War Games. Two weeks. NXT War Games will be good. I mean, it's something to take away from this is that with that torn peg, Triple H is probably going to miss WrestleMania. He'll be out for probably like... Yes, so now it's going to be Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker at WrestleMania. Well, that was uh, always rumored to be a thing. Yeah, so... All right, cool. And also, well, not to mention, Triple H it kind of is a workhorse when he's uh, coming back from injury. Yeah. It's true, but... So, still, you never know. You never know, but I think now it's a good time to talk more about sports entertainment and talk about some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Which kicks off with Baron Corbin, who's uh, in the middle of the ring talking about uh, the whole whole roster out there, too. And Zack Ryder just awkwardly to the the right of the stage. (laughs) Anybody notice that besides me? He was just a cuss. I didn't notice uh, that. Yeah. Which then leads to Kurt Angle coming out, which then leads to, uh, I mean, well, first making uh, the captain of the uh, Raw women's team, Alexa Bliss, who looked like, bruh, bruh, looked awesome. Uh, he also named uh, the Dogs of War and Braun Strowman for the men's team. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he brought out Alexa Bliss to, I guess, announce the team. Who looks fantastic. But she didn't really get to do that because Kurt Angle came out. And wanted to be team captain, and and uh, Corbin really wasn't having it. Yep. Nope. And, and, and then what he wasn't having also was Braun Strowman coming in, kicking <laughs> down. Like, that. the best part of Monday Night Raw for me is Braun Strowman kicking that security guard straight in the chest and him taking that hard bump, which was fantastic. Uh, but Baron Corbin spent a majority of the night uh, playing basically – Tom and Jerry yeah. trying to trying to escape Braun Strowman uh, to the to the point where um, Braun Strowman not Braun Strowman Baron Corbin was going to have a match with Kurt Angle and if Angle won he'd get to be the 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 um, captain yeah. uh, and Corbin ran out and said you're going to have a match against McIntyre instead McIntyre's going to replace him. And that was well, that, that Braun Strowman kick to that security guard. That's awesome. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Hope somebody got an extra couple of couple of bucks uh, in their uh, pay for the night. And, and an x-ray following that. Um, first match of the evening was a six-woman tag team match. Bailey, Natalia, and Sasha Banks took on Riot Squad, and it went to a no contest. Which, uh, yeah. this is a match that Alexa Bliss announced. She was going to be watching all the women for uh, who should be team captain. Um, and the Riot Squad really made themselves known after uh, you know a promo with Natalia talking about her father's sunglasses. Then you have the Riot, Qu- Riot Squad stomping out said glasses and walking away. You know, it leaves uh, Bailey and Sasha Banks and Natalia on the uh, side of the ring uh, all crying together. This was so, a very confusing ending. Yeah. Like, the, the Riot Squad just, like, they, like... 
as if it was over. They just left, and then, like, they, they the crowd was counting to the 10 count. Yeah, I don't know why it was doing no contest. It, yeah, it was super weird. They they stopped it because they, uh, Ruby Riot broke Natalia's glasses. I, I, well, it was, no, they, like, it was Jim away. Anvil's. They glasses and walked away. Yeah, the, it was the, an, glasses. The, yeah, the, the Anvil's uh, glasses, but even still, that's, that's going to cause a no contest. All right. But next up, you had Apollo Crews pick up the victory over Jinder Mahal. He yeah. main evented Monday Night Raw last week. Um, that was, I would say that's kind of big for him. And I, I kind of wish I could say that about this week because Jinder Mahal is a former WWE champion uh, and he picked up the victory over Jinder Mahal, but his title reign wasn't so great. So, no. Regardless, that's two pro slash bark it out. Um, Another win for Apollo Cruz, which is good. Maybe finally yeah, they're kind of pull the trigger on him and uh, give him a nice little run ski. Yeah. Up next, uh, Seth Rollins came out calling out Dean Ambrose, uh, but Baron Corbin came out instead and said that Seth Rollins is going to be defending the Raw Tag Team Championships all by himself against the Authors of Pain. To which the Authors of Pain then came out and defeated Seth Rollins. In Bravo, love it. Honestly, this was one of the worst matches I watched in 2018. Yeah, of course it's, uh, but still, it's I. What I like about this is probably what you probably don't like about this that the fact that now the tag team titles are on a legitimate tag team. Oh no, I don't not mind two that. Singles, okay, not two singles wrestlers that are put together. Now it's on a legitimate tag team. Now you have to take these tag team titles and rather putting them on two guys, you put them on a bunch of teams. You have the revival. Uh, you got to get some more team. The Ascension are on Raw too. Once Fandango gets back, you get the Fashion <laughs> Police in there. You have a legitimate tag team division again on Monday Night Raw. Look, I, well, uh, I think I just don't think the match worked, and I I'm, think this is the start to a very bad tag team run i could be completely wrong but i just think it's like to me this is going to turn out like the bludgeon brothers i can i can totally see usually i'm pretty positive i've heard but they had a terrible tag team run yeah i agree with that and brandon i believe has said that in the past when uh when someone's got in the title and he was just like, this is going to be bad. It's a bad start. And then it ends up being really, really bad. Like even and more so, I even more that. so I, feel, from I, this. I, I mean, I, with, with, with the Bludgeon brothers, you know, they came, when they started off, they came off a little, uh, harsh, but I feel like they came into their own. I, I agree with you, but the storylines were, weren't they helping just, they, them. At it all. was as if they forgot that they had tag team champions. Yeah, and I feel like that's going to happen with Authors of Pain. And I also think that they're a little bit green to be carrying the championships right now. I think even I, more so with this is the fact that, like, I get that Seth Rollins is billed as the workhorse and everything. But it's not like Authors of Pain dominated this match. You're, you're trying to make a team look dominant. They're facing one guy. Yeah, and this it was still almost was a, really long. It was almost 10 minutes. So, I don't like. I don't know where they're trying to go with this. Almost ten minutes, and then afterwards, yeah. Seth Rollins had Dean or Dean Ambrose came out, whatever, and uh, was like, "Oh, you want to know why I did what I did?" And Rollins I did it was for like, the Rock. Rollins is like, "Yes, I want to know why. Please tell me." And then just got hit with dirty deeds. Yeah, I I think that 
this is just one of those situations where how many times is this, it, it, it's it's such a they had to do a a really quick um, change of plans and everything. I don't think that this was the original game plan. Unfortunately, everything happened with Reigns, and then this took place as a follow up. But I feel like if Reigns, if that didn't take place, I think that all three of them would still be champions. Um, and it's just weird that they, after everything, they still separated Rollins and Ambrose with this. But you know, well, I still what think else? that was good though. But I, how many times? I'm, 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 well, I'm, I'm getting weary. You know, I. How many times are we going to... I'm open to seeing how it, it how it gets played out. Also, this but is it's not the first time that Authors of Pain were tag team champions. They were tag team champions and pretty much dominated in, in NXT. Oh, yeah. And they've, they're Dusty Classic uh, winners as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see it play out. Maybe you're right. Yeah. Maybe Chris is right. Yeah. Let's, let's see what happens. But I'm I'm more Absolutely. towards leaning. I'm leaning towards the. Eh. We'll see what it is. <laughs> so uh, next up, yeah, up next, Dolph Ziggler came out, cut a promo about the World Cup. Uh, pissed off, rightfully so. Um, and it's weird because it's it's basically what he's been saying for the past like two years now, maybe. But every time he says it, it's true. Where it's like, oh, nobody cares about me. You all, like, I'm a sleeper, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But uh, this leads to Elias coming out, challenging Dolph Ziggler. Ziggler uh, accepting it. Or actually, I don't think that happened. I think Dolph Ziggler challenged Elias to the match. That's uh, what but whatever, happened. Elias wins this said match. Which I don't know if I like that. They're building him up to be a baby baby face now so i but, wish that elias was actually the winner of the world cup or something i mean i don't know i guess let's throw out that event elias is being built I, I thought it was weird to have him win given the fact that ziggler was in the finals of that world cup tournament i have a feeling do you think that everything that took place in the world cup is just going to be scrapped like are they going to expect us Probably. to forget well like i they, assume so like yeah, like, are they going to expect us to forget some of the things that took place? Like, are we not going to bring up the Hogan stuff? Are we not going to bring up oh, the... Oh, probably not. Dude, did they even mention him this week on TV? No, nope. I don't think so. That's weird. Yeah, like, so are we just going to forget some of this fantasy booking that took place in Saudi Arabia outside of the Shane McMahon thing and then just be like, yeah, don't worry about it. Nothing, nothing took place in Bizarro World. Like, I don't know. Uh, but up next, we had Ronda Rousey come out, cut a promo on Becky Lynch, uh, which I, it's literally smile, laugh, be pissed, repeat with her. <laughs> that it's should be it's a like t-shirt. she delivers a line and she likes it so much that she marks out for what she just said. That sounds like me. But Nia Jax came out and said that she'll be waiting for Ronda Rousey after Survivor Series. And then Ember Moon came out. For whatever reason, they had this match again. Nia Jax picks up the victory. Hey, I, remember I, that I'm time? Like, I'm, like, blown away. Like, I have absolutely no idea why this match took place again. Hey, other other than time? to have what happened happen. Remember that time where Rousey got Nia Jax to tap out to that armbar really quickly? Yeah, well. Uh, okay, just checking. At least other people remember because I guess WWE wants you to forget that. So, 
nothing happened in the past. So Nia Jax picks up the victory, and Tamina comes out and starts beating up Ember Moon. Nia Jax is just standing there and then joins in. So, I love her late drop. Uh, congratulations, WWE. You have your first female big show. I, I do love Nia Jax's well. leg drop. Uh, she's heel, she's face, she's heel, she's face, she's heel, she's face, she's heel again. Cool, guys. Yeah. Fantastic. Something else that's uh, cool. <laughs> Dude, no. Um, no, <laughs> this cool. is, no, this is like the same exact thing with Ember Moon and Nia Jax. Yeah. Like, why is this match happening again? Why did yeah, we see Bobby... Bobby Lashley and, and Finn Balor again? I can't. Don't yeah, do Lashley. that again. And to, and to top it off, this they they did Monday night, and then they did Tuesday. They also took away Leo Rush's mic, if I'm not mistaken. They had Mixed Match Challenge. I'm sorry. Mixed Match Challenge. Thank you. The next night. Uh, Leo Rush should have definitely been using the microphone a lot more when uh, when they had the match in Saudi Arabia. They, uh, from what I was reading, I guess they did. He didn't even have a mic. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he did. Yeah, they were saying apparently at on house shows he's not using a mic at ringside either. Really? And I don't know if he had one on Raw. I, I didn't see. I thought he did. But maybe I hope that they're not trying to reduce Leo Rush with that mic uh, at ringside. I I hope not. Look, I, we thought having Leo Rush there with Lashley was going to be a good thing, and it would make Lashley interesting. It's not. It's not making Lashley interesting. I, I don't. I have. I'm at my. I'm at the end with Lashley. Just like Samoa Joe, I'm done. No, I appreciate you seeing everything with Samoa Joe. And then uh, after this match, Drew McIntyre came out. And gets in Bobby Lashley's face, and Lashley backs down. Looks like a sad puppy dog. He backs down. Why are you listening to Drew McIntyre? That made no sense, and McIntyre helps up Finn Balor. I was like, oh my god, what's happening here? Is Balor about to join Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre? McIntyre, He can't can't smile. McIntyre takes out. Balor. But I would have been very happy seeing that Balor aligning himself with them. That would be interesting to see Finn Balor as a heel. He was amazing. Yeah, we haven't... The the false incarnation, the original incarnation of the Bullet Club. Yeah, we haven't seen him as a heel yet. In his entire WWE run, even in NXT, we haven't seen Finn Balor as a heel. No, he's always been been a bit... In in 2K19 he is. Oh, oh my it's... God! Full two K nineteen. There it is. But anyway, well, main event of Monday Night Raw: Drew McIntyre defeats Kurt Angle with an ankle lock. So, th- this was a mixed reacted uh, match. Yeah, I've, why? Well, it was either. it was a very super long match, and I like I thought for the most part it was really good because we were seeing a side of Drew McIntyre that we haven't seen in WWE where it was like a almost like a killer like he was just okay. like beating up Kurt Angle beating him down beating him down and he'd let Kurt Angle get up he would try to get Angle to like give him the ankle lock or whatever uh at one point Angle successfully locked it in but McIntyre reversed it but it was just a very long and slow match 
But I, I really like this match. Like, if, if anything else from, like, Monday Night Raw, like, this was good. Yeah. And if Drew McIntyre isn't champion by, like, SummerSlam or something, then something's seriously wrong. Well, you're not going to see the WWE to the Universal Championship until SummerSlam, so... <laughs> well, I'm sure, I mean, Lesnar's probably got mania. I'm not sure about the Rumble. Yeah. But, yeah, so that was Monday Night Raw. Let's get on SmackDown. Um, Paige and Shane opening the show, uh, which it's like, how to get Shane McMahon booed in 2018? Give him, give him a, a title that that's best in the world. But uh, at least he he went and said, "I'm not the best in the world. I was just simply filling in for Miz." Um, but then he announced Survivor Series stuff. But again, you know, when we talked about Crown Jewel not being a thing, it's not a thing. It really is not a thing. It's amazing. Well, apparently they're, just, it, apparently they're using it next week for Monday Night Raw because Stephanie McMahon is supposed to be there and, and like she's supposed to talk about it or whatever. All right. Don't care. I think. But uh, Shane McMahon named Daniel Bryan as the team captain, which I was like, what? How is it not Miz? Like Miz was in the finals of that tournament. But uh, that actually had Miz come out and say exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. And then Shane McMahon made them both team captains. Co-captains. Um, backstage, Miz was like, I, I already have my first pick. It's Shane McMahon. Shane's like, oh, no, no, no. Daniel Bryan's like, I actually agree with Miz. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Bryan ended up picking Rey Mysterio. And they needed Smart another, they needed another uh, person on the team. So... Miz picked somebody, and Daniel Bryan picked somebody, and we'll speak about that later. Yeah, yeah. we will, because the next uh, match was the uh, Usos defeating the New Day. They'll be representing Raw in the SmackDown. Uh, they'll be the captains to the SmackDown tag team. It's like SmackDown doesn't have a tag team division. Yes, they do. Outside of the Usos and New Day, and of course the champions of the bar. Um. Also, the club, the club, whatever, the Cal's Anderson. Where have when they was been? the last time we saw them, though? But yeah. still, they're part of the tag team division. But they're, but they're not being used. If you're not being used, you can't be part of it. There's two. There's one tag team right now on Monday Night Raw that's being used, and that's AOP. So you can't say that you don't have a true, tag team division. That's not true, though. You have Lucha House Party. You have the Revival. Yeah, you have but Gable. Lucha- you have Gable and and uh, Bobby Roode. Here, but they're not, they weren't on Monday Night Raw. They weren't used. Well, they're they, on main event. They get used oh, wow. a lot more often <laughs> than the club. They get used a lot more often than the Colognes or Sanity. Yeah, because, yeah, because they have three hours rather than having two hours. Mm, I disagree. Have, okay, you agree? Hey, for, disagree? For, let's, for pull the, months, let's pull the tape here. For months, all we've seen are the Usos and New Day and the Bar. There's been nothing with the club. There's been nothing with the Colognes. There's been nothing with Sanity. I don't even know if there's other tag teams on SmackDown that I'm missing right now. I don't know either. But so they had the this... match. They're going to be uh, the Usos are going to be team captains. First uh, team they picked were uh, was New Day. Rightfully I, so. I, again, have no idea who else could possibly be on this team. <laughs> I have no idea. I can't pick it. 
Next up, you have Becky Lynch cut, coming out, cutting a promo in response to what Ronda Rousey said on Wednesday Night Raw, which then led to a uh, a match. Yeah, an open the, challenge match. Yeah, <laughs> the 18 million open challenge match we've seen this year, but it was to uh, what appears to be the debut of Nikki Cross. I'm not she, uh, sure. Out, well, she came out with Saturday. Which I I love the fact that she came out with sanity though. I know you were saying that you were you've been saying that recently. You've been saying that before, Dave. That you want her to come out with sanity. You don't want to be her their own separate entity. Mm-hmm. But Becky Lynch picked up the victory over Nikki Cross, making her tap out to the disarm her. Like if this was her main roster debut, what was the point? Like, did they maybe have everything that happened in NXT mapped out? Maybe I, I don't know if they could have actually had that, given the fact that like real life injuries were in there. But what do you mean? Like, well, because she's still being used in NXT. Uh huh. So I don't know if they could have actually had everything mapped out. Like, because what? Why didn't she debut on the main roster at the same exact time as Sanity did? UK pop. Like, they were waiting for, what, seven months, eight months, a year? I don't even know how long Sanity's been on. I know, because I know know she's been on the road on the weekends and stuff like that, doing dark matches and stuff like that. Like, it still doesn't make sense as to why she was used. She was used in the Evolution announcement. Yeah, I... And then wasn't used as Evolution. Well, that's the thing. I agree with them, both of you. I agree that she... It was weird that she was out there for that Evolution um, announcement... But I, I also agree with Chris that she was probably there doing a dark match or maybe just visiting or something. Um, and I think that it is weird that – I think that she should have been brought up originally with Sanity. And I'm kind of – I don't understand why they didn't do that. But it seems like that usually is the trend uh, more often than not. I mean they did the same thing with Carmella. Um, yeah, but she, she needed more time. Yeah, but and then of course Nikki Cross, uh, she's very talented. But at the time, they also had a lot of people up there already. Yeah, it had Carmella. I think was hitting full steam, and there was really no place to put Nikki Cross. I don't really think it has to do with the UK pop. I think it was just because of the clutter of the women's division at the time. They didn't really uh, know where to put her. Again, though, I I'm not quite sure if I'm convinced this is her main roster debut. Are you okay if it is? I'm all about it. I don't know. So now, Chris, if you're all about it, everything that's happening in NXT, is it dropped or is it continued? I mean, it is. No, they're going to make her do double duty until TakeOver. With this whole gimmick that they're doing with... with, Which she she doesn't have anything until TakeOver, if she's even involved in that. Well, they still have one more set of tapings. Oh, they... Wait. How could they... I don't know. Don't how how often – is she still involved with the storyline of NXT or is she kind of – did she do her part of the storyline? She line? kind of did her due diligence, but I feel like, you know, she, she – but now there has to be some blow-off match between Nikki Cross and Candice LeRae, which I think oh. will happen, which will happen – which I think is going to happen to take over. It hasn't been announced yet. You have that blow-off match. You have Candice LeRae beat Nikki Cross. Let her sail off into the sunset. Wait, when is ta- ta- I'm sorry. When is TakeOver? TakeOver is a Saturday night before Survivor Series. It's the okay. 17th. Okay, thanks. All right. Oh, sick. We can watch that while we're having game night. Oh, 
Nice. Nice. Woohoo! All right, next up, you had Survivor Series no, qualifying no, match. No, no, you did no, not have no. that. You did you not. You did not have that. Nakamura had a tape promo about Survivor Series and Seth Rollins, um, which this promo made me wish that every person on SmackDown would win. Why? I'm just like I don't care if Seth Rollins wins. I don't want Brock Lesnar to win. I don't want Rousey to win. I don't care if AOP wins. Does anyone yeah. here care if any of those people win? I, I mean, just can't wait I, to see Nakamura versus Seth Rollins. And who do you want to win? A, I'm excited for the thing. Because I get to win because I get to sit here and No, but who do you want it. to win that match? Which match? I, I think it's pretty obvious that Rollins is going to go over. For That's that match, I, I want... I want Nakamura to win, and I, I don't think it's obvious. I think that Nakamura has a good chance because also you got the Dean Ambrose card in full effect. Yeah, but then what happens with right. everyone else? I'm sorry, what was that? What happens with everyone else? Rousey, Becky Lynch, AOP in the bar, Brock Lesnar and AJ Styles. And what's the problem? Like, who's going over? Who do you think is going over? Can't just, I don't Isn't think that... it's going to be SmackDown straight. But isn't that a good thing that it's – are you having a dif- difficult time predicting it or – No, I just don't want anybody from Monday Night Raw in those matches because I just don't care about those people right now. Oh, they, they're not doing – which is super weird because as, bad as, as bad as as bad as SmackDown is at making like storylines and stuff, uh, just Raw has been like absolutely eh. – I mean – I mean, honestly, I think Brock Lesnar is going to win, and I'm okay with him winning because I kind of, for a small man, to like AJ Styles of his stature to defeat Brock Lesnar, I don't want it to be him. I'm, I I'm want not it. Fine I want that. Hold, hold on. I, I want the first person to do that to be Finn Balor because of the history with him and Lesnar, everything that they had. And, I and want AJ Finn... Styles had history with Brock Lesnar too. That is very true, but I'd rather it be Finn Balor. And I don't think it's going to happen that sort of a defeat. I don't think it's going to happen as Brock Lesnar gears up By UFC. By the way, can I say how much that I hate the fact that it's Brock Lesnar versus AJ Styles again? It's Survivor Series? Well, apparently, I guess they said Vince didn't want to have Roman Reigns versus AJ Styles or something like that. But it's okay. No, just have Brock Lesnar manhandle AJ Styles. It's fine. I re- Dude, last time they had like an actual lengthy match. And I, think I, and I really, really hope AJ goes over. But uh, we, we didn't even mention the fact that the UFC had their pay-per-view on Saturday night. Um, and after Cormier won, called out Brock Lesnar, said he wants to be WWE champion. That, I, that's cool. Well, Cormier is a wrestling fan. Is I think Cormier mark? has defeated Lesnar in the past, too. They're all marks. They're all writing their own storylines here. <laughs> It's all ca- it's all about cash and checks. That's what it's all about, you know. Everybody's um, out for that payday. Another match that, like, thank God this happened to save us from that awful pay per view weekend and Monday Night Raw. Rey Mysterio picks up the victory over Andrade Cien Almas. I was very excited for this match. Um, yeah, same here. I was flipping through the channels with my dad, and I'm like. Hold on, you can't change the station. We have to watch this. Zelina Vega was apparently kept off of SmackDown due to the bump she took from Evolution. Yeah, concussion-like uh, symptoms. 
Yes. Um, I, I, she has to be out, period. What? If it's concussion-like symptoms. Why? There's no stepping back into that ring for a little bit. Oh, for a little bit. It, yeah, a while. Well, I mean, they had that with Sasha Banks and Alexa Bliss as well. Bliss is still out. Yeah, because it's very serious. I mean, there's a reason why they're keeping it out for so long, and there's a reason why football players, when you see someone go to this, get hit, stand up, get they're gro- like they're groggy, they're dizzy, they can't walk straight, and then they go to the sidelines, and then they get put back out there, and everybody gets everybody in the science field is getting really angry because there's something everyone in the what in like the the medical field oh i thought you said everybody in the seinfeld and i was like what does that mean (laughs) i said science but medical field because there's something called second impact syndrome so if you don't let your brain recover from that first concussion and your body and it doesn't heal up to as it should and you get hit at the same uh, in the same place or you just get hit again in that head you have potential for second impact syndrome which could cause the brain to swell and you end up it could cause sudden death so it's really nothing to joke with or to take even lightly so there's for they have every right to keep them out yeah so uh, it's it's been a match that I've been waiting for hoping to see and it did not disappoint and I'm happy, like, almost, like, really controlled a bunch of this match. I love this match. He, I he hit love... Rey Mysterio, I think it was twice with those knees to the corner. Yeah, and that first time I was a big fan how it was set up. Uh, and it was such a fun match to watch. It's just, it's a shame that he's not on the Survivor Series team. I'm surprised, like, I don't understand how Amos isn't on that team. Well, I mean, I mean there's more main event people over him yeah but almas has so i just wish that he would be up there already i think he could be a major player if he was in that match but i agree with you i agree with you um backstage aj styles cut a promo on brock lesnar um i think aj styles needs to win it i really do not gonna happen sorry I what were you does. saying? Sorry, Chris. What were you saying? He said it's, it's not, not going to happen. happen. It's not okay, going to happen. I'm... Brock Lesnar's just going to cause a stink. Oh, I need to win. Oh, I'll see you at SummerSlam. Ah. It's and, not. It's it, not like it's for a title or anything. It's just a meaningless win to him. I know, but they're going to. But they want to make Brock Lesnar be off like a beast, and they're going to do it at the expense of a guy who, uh, by the way, we haven't spoken about it, has had the WWE Championship for a year, over a year, over a guy that hasn't been there for a year. It's frustrating. It's extremely frustrating as a wrestling fan because AJ Styles should be getting more, more than what he's getting right now. He should be getting a win. He should be getting a win at Survivor Series, but he's not because Brock Lesnar is the Universal Champion. Brock Lesnar, gurgle, gurgle, gurgle. You know he's the best sports entertainer that we have right now. No, he's not. Sorry, for getting angry and getting animated about this. I just, I have, I'm very passionate. About this, I'm not a fan of this whole Brock Lesnar thing. Let him go to UFC. Let him get choked out by Daniel Cormier, and let it be the end of it. Fade off into the sunset. Go back to your log cabin somewhere in Minnesota or Canada, Canada. wherever he lives, and let wrestling fans have a universal title on TV. But no, they're not letting us have that. That was a very marked moment of me. I apologize. Get back to nah, talking. No, you're about good. Stuff. You're good. Well, cool. it's all warranted. 
Yeah, never, never apologize, uh, especially for that. I mean, and it's I, I said it before. You and I are very opposites when it comes to this. I mean, I totally get it. I want to see a different universal champion, but I'm also not. We're not opposites. You're a flip flopper. <laughs> no, I, I'm also not angry at the fact that Lesnar is current champion again. I, I just want to see him lose it on the right circumstances, to the right storyline, to the right person. And to AJ Styles, a loss wouldn't be, in my opinion, uh, worth it right now. I think it's 100% worth it. Lester's on Raw next week. Uh, I, obviously, Paul Heyman's going to hype up AJ Styles. Um, but maybe he'll cut a, a promo on Cormier. Who knows? I, I don't see them mentioning Cormier on uh Neither do WWE. I, but you never know. At this point, I have all rules go out the window. Who knows? Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Up next on SmackDown, Paige came out to announce the Women's Survivor Series team. Uh, she didn't name a captain, um, but last week she did ask Charlotte Flair, and Charlotte said no. Um, then thankfully, thankfully, then, uh, Paige announced Carmella, Naomi, Sonya Deville, Asuka, and then named Charlotte Flair. Flair didn't come out. And, uh, like I said last week, I don't know why you would ask if, if somebody, if I was in Paige's position and somebody I thought was good enough to be the team captain, turns me down why would you even put them on the team i just hope that it's not going to be one of those things where they're trying to build up the feel bad for her feel oh, it good clearly for her is thing. it's clearly that i don't understand like, oh, how she's, they she's wrestling to... she's wrestling with her with her inner like thoughts or whatever like oh maybe she's not good enough she lost to becky lynch she couldn't get the job done why should i be team captain why should I be on the team for Survivor Series? I'm not good enough for that. Oh, sure, Charlotte, you're great. You're so yeah, great. Let's but, cheer for Charlotte. Woohoo! Yeah, Woo-hoo! unfortunately, that's going to be what they're going with. And I'm not a fan of any of that. Mandy Rose came out and uh, cut a promo about why she should have been on the team, uh, even calling out the fact that <clears throat> she eliminated Sonya Deville at Evolution. Um, it got a bit weird when she got in Naomi's face because she mentioned, uh, Jimmy and it kind of just sat there, but, uh, Naomi, they, they end up brawling, having to be pulled apart and Mandy Rose gets pissed off at Sonya Deville for holding her back and then leaves. I'm disappointed with the fact that the Iconics aren't represented on the, on the SmackDown women's Survivor Series team. So. Yeah, they def- they definitely should be. I mean, they're the best women on the mic on SmackDown. I mean, outside of Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch is owning it. But it, I agree with you. I I'm just I can't find myself invested in this entire Charlotte Flair thing. I'm I care more about Becky Lynch and what's happening with her. Yeah, I just think the Flair thing is dumb. I'm not yeah. I'm not a fan of it. But uh the main event, we alluded to this earlier, uh the Miz picked Samoa Joe and Daniel Bryan picked Jeff Hardy. Um, yeah, they ended up having a match. Samoa Joe picked up the victory over Jeff Hardy. And does anybody care? I just want Samoa Joe to like go, go back to impact. I, like he's done everything in WWE for me right now that like 
I, I'm just not going to – nothing – like it's not exciting for me to watch it. You're saying exactly what I said about Samoa Joe like a year ago. Um, I, I still I, like his promos here and there are good, but like, and I'm not no, saying I'm not saying he's a bad wrestler or anything. There's just like there's it's just there's no know. draw effect. It's weird. I don't know. There's no draw effect. But yeah, after the match, Samoa Joe got in Daniel Bryan's face. Daniel Bryan ends up uh, attacking him. Lock Joe in the yes lock, and Miz got into the ring, tried to talk Daniel Bryan down, and uh, probably thought Samoa Joe was behind him. Shane McMahon uh, got punched in the face. It was weird to see Miz being the person who was in the right here. Yeah, agreed. But, so, that Um, is... All the sports entertainment. Well, talk. should we should we cover NXT real quick? If you'd like to, um, the fact that they have the they announced Sh- uh, Shayna Baszler versus Kyrie Sane in a two out of three falls match at War Games. I'm definitely looking forward to that match. Yeah, same here. Um, yeah, but uh, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back here on. Marking out. The time to change our minds is up, but you still have a direct line to our opinion on the matter. At Oscar Meyer, we know for a fact that hot dogs are sandwiches. But if you're feeling passionate about this debate, feel free to yell your hearts out at us after the beat. I'm still here, folks, and we're back on Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by pro wrestling fans. Uh, we're going to do a little quick piece outside the ring, inside the ring, all over the ring news to get you started here, folks. Uh, one sad thing we have to talk about is Jose Lothario. Uh, you might know him best as Shawn Michaels' trainer during the mid-'90s WWF run, during that uh, you know, Iron Man match and the submission match and all that stuff like that. Uh, he's passed away this week, so our condolences go to him and uh, his family, because not him, because he's passed away. But, uh, yeah, Hall of Famer as well, I, if I'm not uh, mistaken. No. Oh, I thought he was. All right. N- so NWA him... Hall of Fame. NWA Hall of Fame. Let's put, let's put him in WWE Hall of Fame this year. Um, it's getting to that time of the year, and that being the end of the year. So a bunch of big events are coming up. Uh, one big event that's coming up this year is New Japan's annual World Tag League. Uh, and this year it's different. Rather than having two blocks of participants, it's one 14-team block where they're going to face off from round-robin tournament from November 17th to December 8th. The finals will be held on December 9th. Uh, you have a who's who of New Japan tag teams. Now that it's official, the Bullet Club and the Elite are separate. You're going to have you know Tom Tonga and Tonga Loa. And then from, from the Bullet Club, the Grills of Destiny. And then you're going to have the elite of Hangman Page and Yurojiro Takahashi. Which I have to uh, say, I saw Cody Rhodes. Somebody tweeted Cody saying, oh, my God, I have all these Bullet Club t-shirts now. And everybody that I like is no longer in the club. Something like that. What should I do with all my shirts? And Cody Rhodes is like, wear them. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> support yeah, those, those support guys, everybody in the Bullet Club. Those Bullet Club shirts now are like, like, it, I was listening to Jericho's podcast this week with the, the elite from the cruise, and he said, he's like, the Bullet Club shirt may be one of the most iconic wrestling shirts ever. On top of the NWO, yeah. NWO DX, DX Stone Cold. 
Yeah. I could see that. Yeah, I mean, you, I can but definitely like, see that. Like so, for me, like for me, like when Carl Anderson and Gallows and Finn Balor, well, Fergal left, like that was it for the Bullet Club for me. Like I was, I was, I haven't been a fan of this whole like new thing of the Bullet Club. Maybe they'll get me back in with the whole Switchblade leading it and stuff like that. But like I don't know. I would. I'm I'm an old, I'm an old school Bullet Club fan. That's to me. It's just you like did, you didn't like Omega as like. Not really. Huh. Like, like I love everything that they do. I love Kenny Omega, but it's just like I loved Carl Anderson coming out, cursing his way down the ring aisle, and no one caring about it. You know that was that was my favorite incarnation of the Bull Club because they were yeah. ruthless. They were having fun. You know, they weren't. You know, these like hype yeah, boys. And then it, yeah, it kind of got towards like oh, it like, got very NWO ish. Yes. Yeah. Which we've said on the podcast before, like when Jeff Jarrett joined. Come on, yeah, yeah, Jeff Jarrett was in there. <laughs> but um, yeah, so, but the, so, so Destiny, the elites in there, Killer Elite Squad. Did you got the best. You got the besties. You got Finn Juice. I uh, love. I chaos. love the fact that Chuck Taylor is now like a, like a New Japan guy because I know he's been over there with Beretta for a while. I think for the past like month and a half. By the way, Beretta this weekend facing off against Cody Rhodes for the uh, New Japan United States title. That's pretty uh, cool. Ring of Honor Global Wars, yeah, absolutely. Oh, I think it's Toronto. No. Is Trent going to win? Maybe. I don't want like that. Like I really. <laughs> Trent's a heavyweight now. Come on. I like I, but I really wanted to see Cody Rhodes in April. <laughs> Watch, we get to April and Brandon's like, I don't know any of these wrestlers or like Every, <laughs> everyone that I knew from New Japan is now in NXT <laughs> at Barclays Center. But uh, last year, Juice Robinson had a great run on the Global Tag League with Sammy Callahan. This week, he's gonna be. This year, he's gonna be teaming with Dave Finley. So they could have yeah. called themselves it's... like Firo or something, or like Finn Juice. No, yep, Finn Juice. But so, yeah, that... so that's all the New Japan stuff. And then CCW Night of Infamy is taking place November 10th at the Vo- uh, the Coliseum in Voorhees, New Jersey. Uh, some really cool matches taking place. Ricky Chin Page taking on Masada. Yeah, his, this is his uh, warm-up match to MJF at the CCW at Cage of Death this year. That's going to be Ricky Chin Page versus MJF inside of Cage of Death, not at Cage of Death because it'll be inside Cage of Death at the arena, the old CCW arena. Should be cool. John Silver, who's been on a run recently, had a great match against Drago. Last month, I uh, had an amazing ladder match the month before that against Alex Reynolds. He'll be facing off against Ethan Page. Uh, the retrosexual Anthony Green will be facing off against Space Monkey. Your new CZW Wired champion, Jordan Oliver, will be facing off against a mainstay in high-flying wrestling, Andrew Everett. So it'll be cool. CZWWrestling.com. Go check that out. Um, that's what we got for Indie Talk. Uh, uh, a couple- yeah, I was going to say something interesting I think for WWE Network is WWE acquired the World Wrestling Council video library, um, which for those of you who don't know what that is, it's the promotion ran by Carlito's father. Yeah, the Puerto Rican stuff. So, is yeah. you, are you are you going to see a bunch of? Is there going to be a bunch of like gigged up Bruiser Brody footage now on the network? I don't know if they're going to do that. I, I know uh, a, a significant, I think, amount of the footage got damaged during the hurricane over there. Ah. Uh... So I don't know what we'll actually see, but hey, listen, I would l- cool. I would love for them to put some br- some old school Bruiser Brody footage on there. 
And I, I think it's cool. Like, if I'm not mistaken, I think um, a lot of their events take place outside almost. Yeah. I think. I, think I might be, like, completely incorrect, but <laughs> I really think the events take out take place outside. Mm. Mm. But but I'm probably wrong. <laughs> well, we spoke about Shane McMahon uh, being the best in the world, but the other best in the world... Uh, being CM Punk has signed on to be a commentator for Cage Fury Fighting Championship. He's going to be making his debut on the 14th of December in Atlantic City for CFFC 71. Good. I mean, he didn't really impress inside the octagon. So if you're going to make him a commentator for make him a face outside, I'm all for it. His run on NXT was fantastic. What do you mean? As a commentator. Yeah, that's true. He commentated for NXT. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah it was kind was of awesome. like yeah, it, it was. I mean, he would like make fun of absolutely everything going down. Was it was it like the NXT we know now, or is it the NXT? No, no, no like... the the first incarnation. I think it was yeah. the women's season. Ugh. Also, uh, he was good when he commentated Monday Night Raw when there was like just CM Punk, John Cena, and Triple H or whatever. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, Jerry Ryan tore his pectoral muscle. Oh. Yeah, so... Copy, copycat. I know, well, I'm looking at the post right now, he's saying, uh, I had a blast team with Swaggle tonight in Chicago, but it's true, I tore my pec, heard it's going around, last night in Austin, <laughs> unfortunately, I need to pull off of, uh, you know, the rest of his dates this weekend, so I can go home and see my doctor to figure out the severity of it. Oh, that stinks. Yeah. Stinks for Joey Ryan, but, you know, he's got that independent wrestling money. Yeah. So, that's going around, too. <laughs> <laughs> so... To kind of bring this episode full circle, would you drink hot dog water? No. No. <laughs> Shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. All right. I spoke about it earlier, but go check out Dr. Chris Nowinski. Go give him a follow on Twitter at Chris Nowinski1. He is the found, uh, founding CEO of Concussion Legacy Foundation. He's also the author of Heads uh, Head Up. I'm sorry. He's the author of Head Games. Go, you could go purchase it, chrisnowinski.com. Also go check out concussionfoundation.org. Some of the stuff that they speak about, flag football under 14 because it's so uh, pediatrics, children, they shouldn't be playing uh, tackle football. If you're under 14, you're still developing, uh, you should be just straight up flag football. And there's also something on there called teams, Team Up, Speak Up, where – it's encouraging a lot of players for athletic teams to speak up. If you see one of your teammates who may have a concussion, say something. A lot of these concussions go unreported. Make sure you speak up so you can get the proper treatment. Also mentioned before, go check out Charles, the rock star Rodriguez. Go follow him on Twitter at Rockstarish, the rock star of glory kickboxing. He is now 9-0 with four knockouts. He defeated Malik Watson-Smith at Glory 61. In New York City, uh, by unanimous decision, very happy. The fight was on UFC Fight Pass, uh, glorykickboxing.com. And he came out to Backstreet Boys. I want it that way. Um, yeah, you don't get better than don't, that. Don't say it like that. <laughs> I want it that way. Tell me why. Okay. Oh, never sing ever again. Yeah, no, but go check out Charles. He is an awesome, awesome person. And he's a great fighter, too. Very talented. Looking forward to paying attention and following his uh, young career. Also, 
go check out um, concussionfoundation.org because on theirs, there's also – you have the ability to donate your brain. If you have played football, wrestled, everything that – anything that you could think of that you may have – experienced some concussions over your lifespan they are very interested male female both um they are investigating um the cte chronic traumatic encephalopathy um it's a degenerative brain disease with the buildup of tau proteins that kills the brain cells very very important that we continue the research on it because there's not that much research on it very new so you can go donate your brain over at concussionfoundation.org. All right, I'm donating hey, my brain right now. There you go. Hey, Chris, how about the uh, match of the week? Chris's match of the week. Chris's match of the week. Uh, match of the week this week comes from the cruise of Jericho. Chris and Chris Jericho's Rock and Rager at Sea from the Ring of Honor Sea of Honor tournament second round action with Marty Skrull. Facing off against Flip Gordon uh, this week as I was walking my son to school in the rain. I had a giant umbrella, and I started telling him about Marty's girl. I'm like, yep, there's this guy that has a big umbrella. So I watched it the other day with Jordan sitting there, and he was really excited. He wanted Marty's girl to win. Unfortunately, uh, Flip Gordon won. But it was still an awesome match. Uh, if you get the chance to watch the Sea of Honor tournament, uh, it was awesome. It was a really cool experience, especially being on a boat. Um, Cabana and... Jay Lethal did a hell of a job uh, commenting, commentating this thing. So go find it. Marty Squirrel, Flip Gordon, on a boat. Brandon, who's shouting out? I'm Louie Anderson. Survey says Brandon shout outs. Uh, so the first shout out uh, I'm going to give to is the team that sets all the decoration stuff up at Disney World. Such a mark. Dude, I watched... They had it on a free form, formerly known as uh, ABC Family. I finally watched it. They had this Halloween special, and they were decorating Disney World, Disneyland, and the cruise ships. And they really, I mean, they only have a few hours to set them up and, like, tear down decorations and stuff. It's like, it's pretty. it's a pretty crazy process where, like, the cruise ship, I think, only has the two hours from when people disembark to when people get on board and it's like the everything that goes into it is nuts that i was watching it and for disneyland they transform the haunted mansion into a nightmare before christmas theme thing they built a real gingerbread house to put in it that like then becomes like a a, a moving prop and everything and it's, it was just an insane process but uh next shout out is going to alexa ray joel uh, because I, I recently caught her uh, guest DJ spot on the Sirius XM Billy Joel station, and I thought it was really good. She gave like she gave a lot of good insight into every song that she was about to introduce, and like for me, I like hearing stuff like that at concerts. Um, aside from the fact that Bob Dylan's like voice is Bob Dylan's voice. He didn't speak yeah, to the crowd at all. He, like it, it just <laughs> like it, it felt like one long like two hour song with Bob Dylan. Um, where if like if you go see Billy Joel, he'll like talk in between songs, introduce songs, tell jokes and stuff. Um, so I like when an artist does that, and and 
I thought Alexa Ray Joel did a very good job at doing that. Um, and then the last shout out is going to the television program Riverdale, uh, which I've said on the podcast before. The, the reason why I checked the show out was because of Kenny Omega and Cody Rhodes. And I, I think it keeps getting better and better. I, I really enjoyed the episode that took place last night. It was pretty cool. So those are my shout outs. There it is. Here Right, our mark out moment of the week. Uh, Like it was still cool to see Bob Dylan, but it was the actual worst concert. It was it was the worst concert that I've been to. But our mark out moment of the week, I guess I will start. Uh, as WWE announced the on-sale party at MetLife Stadium next oh, Thursday. Oh, yeah. Uh, Are they you announced... going to that? No, I have... I'm going to a Broadway show. But I was definitely contemplating wanting to go to this until I realized I had the, the show to go to. But... Uh, it's free. Yeah, it's free. They have matches. I guess you could buy your WrestleMania tickets. Um, but also there's a giant, like, meet-and-greet, too, with, like, Paige... Um, I care about matches. Yeah. Wait, when is this? Next Thursday, Thursday at MetLife Stadium. That's why I actually called you earlier, but then I realized by the time I looked more into it that I couldn't go. Oh, gotcha. And it starts at, uh, I think the, the gates open at 5 p.m. Parking's free. The, the event itself is free. But the reason why it's ending up on my markout moment of the week list is the Singh brothers have a match taking on in i believe the main event they said any guesses do you already know the the match hawkins and Ryder. yeah you are no. hawkins and Ryder teaming up for the first time in in quite a long time that main event run we'll be uh we'll that be wrestling one main event match they have they'll be wrestling at, at metlife stadium that's cool that's yeah and cool. then it's riddle versus uh ono too Oh, that's taking place there? Yeah, yeah. and then uh, Ray Ripley is facing uh, Casey Catanzaro. Yeah. Oh, she's she's going to be so good, Ripley. I thought you were going to yeah. say Catanzaro. No, think, Ripley. Ripley's going to be so good. Is she did, she's dating Ricochet now, I think? Who? K- Casey Catanzaro. Really? Yeah. I thought Ricochet was engaged for some reason to someone else. No, he. I think he was dating uh, Tessa Blanchard for a long time. Okay, that's that's what I was. Yeah. So so like does Casey know. does Casey Catanzaro kind of look like Tessa Blanchard? Uh, I could see it. <laughs> I don't know. So well, you guys, sure. you guys got a uh, mark out moment of the week? Or? Yeah. So election day was this week, um, and one candidate that I'm really happy that got re uh, reelected back to his position is Guy Fieri. Uh, he has. Been- <laughs> He has been reelected to the mayor of Flavortown, um, and there's this meme that's been going around online, you know, with like uh, Wolfgang Blitzer saying that like Guy Fieri has been, you know, reelected to mayor of Flavortown, and apparently he got the Guy Fieri, and uh, he had a whole uh, uh, thank you speech on Twitter thanking uh, his fans for uh, reelecting him to mayor of Flavortown, and I marked out really hard for that. 
Yeah, usually we're not. We usually we try to avoid politics on this podcast, but I feel like it's <laughs> very. It's yes. like we we really try hard to avoid that those sort of conflicts and discussions. But this is very important to uh, for Chris to bring up. It really is. Well, to Brandon too. I really, yeah. Could be Brandon with that flavor town. I, I've eaten at uh, Guy's Chicken Gimmick place, and it was pretty good. Yeah, I've, right. never, I've never had donkey sauce, but. So for me, uh, my markout moment definitely was attending this uh, conference. It was uh, an amazing experience, and of course, mm-hmm. I did. I of course I marked out for uh, for whenever I got to hear a story that Nowinski was telling about his WWE days, um, and just some of the hard hit. It was I kind of marked out in a way because he would during his PowerPoint presentation. He would give he would show video clips of like oh this is where this concussion happened, and you I was listening to the reaction of everybody so, around me. Did you watch like Stevie Richards versus Chris Nowitzki or something? No, he showed clips of so he showed the clip of him getting beaten down by Taz on Tough Enough. Okay. He said he got a concussion during that. He got a concussion when in the ring. I don't I forgot where it was. I think maybe a battle royal where Edge and someone else were performing a drop kick from the top turnbuckle. It was like a duo drop kick from the turnbuckle to right. Nowinski. And he went down and Edge clipped his head. And I guess Edge adjusted himself midair and still clipped in a little bit and still knocked him silly. He said he got a concussion by Spike Dudley and he took a chair shot, a nasty chair shot from, I think, Al Snow. Um and just hearing the reactions of everybody around me that doesn't know wrestling, or they do and they don't know what these wrestlers really put themselves through at times, hearing their reactions to some of these spots was just like, wow, this is this is intense. Um, so I marked out for that, and it, it was a, a great experience. But, yeah. So... So that is marking out episode 405. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening and supporting our podcast. We greatly appreciate it. Go check out all of our past episodes. iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio. And yeah, give us a like, subscribe. Also, go check us out, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mark. And I'll go buy a t-shirt, please. Go give us a like on Facebook. Go follow us on Twitter at Mark and out at Dave the Rave underscore M-O at BTTG161 at Chris Ween Dog. Make sure you go check out YouTube.com slash Mark and 11. Send us an email, Mark and out one at gmail.com. And uh, go out go out and eat a, uh, a hot dog sandwich. And, we're in a delicious sandwich this and, week, folks. And drink, drink some... Whiskey. Yeah, drink some Mictor's uh, unblended uh, American whiskey. And Maybe don't, you want to put some candy have, corn in there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no candy corn. No candy corn. And we wish you the... Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Best of I think we have a pretty red Bob Dole. Bob Dole. Bob Dole.